Handoff, Damian Williams trying to get to the edge, breaks a tackle, 35, 30, Damian Williams, 20, stays in bounds, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas City! Acelera Williams, tiene el primer 10, escapa a la 20, a la 10, touchdown, Damien Williams. Oh, Damien Williams peut être plié l'affaire avec oh, cette course qui va jusqu'au touchdown. Damien Williams runs to immortality in Chiefs Kingdom. Get ready to welcome your champions. Hello and welcome to the Our Heads Abroad podcast. It's uh, Duncan here again and I am joined by Owen. Hello. And Neil. Hello. Welcome everyone. How are we all doing? What are we week? Well, I think it's week twelve of lockdown here. Yeah. A uh, couple more for you, I think, Neil. How? Yeah. Well, exactly. How is everybody doing? Back to work. I've been back, back to work. work th- well, I'm doing a three-day week for about the last three weeks now. I think so. It's um, starting to get back to some kind of semblance of real life. Um, yeah, it, it, I'm not gonna lie. It was. I never thought I'd say it. it'd be nice to get back to work, but it was nice to get back to work. What were you Owen? Do you have your? What's it? So, in England, they're calling it a a social bubble. Is that um, right? Well, I've moved back to my family, so uh, but that was that was a while ago. So I'm just with my two parents, um, hanging out, not doing much. Finish that up is, uni work, that sort of thing. That is bubble enough. <laughs> so. In the past, I've gone with a what's hot and what's not to start with. Uh, so rather than asking, I'm going to launch into my own. What's not hot at the moment is my lockdown hair. <laughs> and I'm glad I got you guys on because uh, I need some advice. I got a haircut just before I was going, where lockdown started, like three days before. So that was fine. But it's now just gone mental. It's a kind of a cross between aging Wolverine and Marv <laughs> from Home Alone. It's just, it just goes up and out, right? It's terrible. But I noticed that I need a new passport uh, in the vain hope that some days we will ever be able to leave the country uh, and travel. So I need to get a passport by the end of July or something like that. So I need to decide, do I go for a homemade haircut for my passport photograph or do I just go with my wild uh, sort of weird vanilla ice flat top thing? I would go for the weirdest haircut you can, just for the crack. <laughs> if you've got a if you've got a semi mullet going on there, then stick with the semi mullet. Well, I said at the start of my aim, my aim was to what to go to end up looking like Joe Exotic when I came out of lockdown. <laughs> but my mullet's just not really taking. It's just not taking hold at the back. The back isn't growing. The top's gone mental. Uh, it's like a reverse mullet, whatever that would be. <laughs> I think it depends on how good your home barber is. Who, who, who will be cutting your hair? Be well, that's a good question. And we don't really have a test subject either. <laughs> well, technically right. you have one in the house, so you could test it on. <laughs> uh, yeah, Margot's not got a lot of hair either, if you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'd be allowed to, I don't think we'd be allowed to, to practice on her. I'll maybe just get a bowl out and get back. Anyway, to be continued, I'll update everybody um, as uh, as lockdown progresses as to just how my uh, trailer park mullet is coming on. <laughs> uh, I I, sh- I just shaved mine. I I, I was getting um, I, I'm not. 
can I call it abuse? Yeah, I can probably call this abuse from my wife, saying that I look like my great aunt, who's 91. Um, so that's not really the kind of compliments you want to be looking for there. So um, I borrowed a set of clippers from a friend and just gave it the number two all over. And uh, it's that was about three weeks ago now. It probably needs another trim now. Yeah, that's, that's going to be my fallback, I think. Bobby, you, when you're a, you're a young lad, you must have... I'm guessing more hair than Neil and I, so what's, what's your strategy? <laughs> um, well, I got my hair cut uh, back in March in my normal barbers, and when I went in there and sat down, he was like, oh, you're lucky you came in, because uh, we're closing tomorrow for the pandemic. Uh, and like you, I haven't got it cut since, yeah. and it's my hair's really curly when it's long, and it just gets really wiry, so it's just a, a mess at the moment. Yeah. I normally keep the top long and shave the sides and the back, but it's just all like exploded a little well, bit. Yeah, I think Len showed me a picture the other day, which was... An angle which showed my ever-growing bald spot, which is right in the crown. So at the moment, I look like a man who's trying to defy uh, nature, which is not a good look. <laughs> when do your barbers reopen? Like ours are still five or six weeks. So I think end of July. I think we're looking at. Uh, I think I... we're well into August, mate. I'm not sure. Scotland's slightly different. We've got a kind of stage thing, but barbers, I think, are, are fairly well down. Like, yeah, I live I... above. I literally live above a barber. Like our bedroom is is two doors down from a barber uh, it's um, walk past it almost every day and I can't go in that's just rubbing salt in the wound that? Exactly, yeah. exactly 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 <laughs> anyway enough of my repose. Um we were just chatting before the show uh, before we hit record there uh, about what's hot in Chief's Kingdom um, and I think what's decidedly hot at the moment is um, is our quarterback Patrick Mahomes uh He's obviously taken a taken a lead in the uh, in the NFL players' fight against racism and the Black Lives Matter um, movement, and he has done so, I think, eloquently and with a purpose. And I, for one, am distinctly proud of him at the moment. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel. Um, he's come across in the last few days, but uh, he's certainly he's gone up a lot in my estimation. Yeah, he he is the face of the NFL now, isn't he? When when he speaks, people are going to listen. And for him to come out so strongly and so clearly in what he believes in there, I think that says a lot about the wingman. Yeah, I didn't think I could. Uh, I didn't think I could like him even more. Um, but I mean, he 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 just he just showed what the sort of person he is. He he showed leadership, and he showed that he's. I think he he had high expectations, and everyone had high expectations of him when he did all those things, and he put together this 5,000-yard, 50-touchdown season, then one Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP. And I feel like he had a big shoes to fill with, like, kind of being, like you said, the face of the league. And I think I think he's done that well. Yeah, it was, it was interesting when it was him, um, Tyron Matthew, uh, I think Odell Beckham. I, I can't list all the names that were, that were on it. Uh, the little video that they did, mm-hmm. um, kind of calling out the NFL to, to at least take a position on it. And it was really interesting to, to hear that it was when Patrick Mahomes appeared on that video, it was when the NFL thought, right, we need to we need to take notice here. You know, obviously his his influence is now far greater than just on the on the field. And his influence on the field is unlike most others have. So, you know, he's 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 only twenty four as well. Um I wasn't speaking like that. When I was 24, um, I think, um, like I say, I think uh, 
I think he's been very impressive recently. And it, I guess it's not just him either. Um, like Tyron Matthew, uh, Andy Reid uh, spoke to the media, I think it was yesterday, this is Thursday we're recording on, so that was yesterday. Again, you know, they're, they're clearly they're clearly focused on what they need to do as a team, but they've obviously got a, a bigger picture as well. And they're well aware that they not only do they need to do they need to win football matches, but they need to do the right thing outside of that as well. Um, really, really good to see. Yep, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think team chemistry could be uh, could be any higher at the moment. I think they've they've, they've really bound they're like banded around each other and just like shown their support for for a cause that they all believe in. And it's I think it'll pay off in in the long run in terms of how well we mesh in, in, uh, as the season starts. I'd say w- watch out the rest of the NFL. <laughs> oh, exactly. I mean, we've got our, I mean, the number, tw- the 20 of 22 starters that keep, you know, the number that keeps getting mentioned that are already there. And you see how, obviously, how together they are as a, as a unit kind of off field as well as, as on it. Um, yeah, I mean, if there's not going to be any, uh, not going to be any practice time or not going to be a pre-season so to speak then I think that um, I would certainly want to be wearing red going into week one mm, yeah absolutely you feel sorry for the Texans in a way <laughs> a li- well a little bit anyway you know after, after having the last match getting thrashed at Arrowhead to then have to come into Arrowhead again and face a, a unified and basically just returning Chiefs a te- the same team that just absolutely hammered them in their last game and without um, one of the best top yeah with it, without one anymore. of their best players yeah yeah um yeah, i don't i don't i wouldn't fancy being a sexton's fan right now no that was that was some odd moves there uh they made um they didn't they didn't get better from that trade that's for sure but bill o'brien is just uh, Bill O'Brien makes every fan feel like they could be a general manager because <laughs> y- you would play on Madden and you would make trades that are far better than that but you would never do anything as bad as that like it just it it made no sense to me at all um, Yeah, he, he he gives me hope that I can still have a general manager's job <laughs> yeah weird moves because he's coming from you know, making the playoffs, he's got a really good quarterback to play with. And look what the Chiefs are doing. If you've got a really good quarterback, give him some people to throw to. Uh, don't give them away. Hmm. Uh, when you've got one of the top three wide receivers in the league, I'd say, in DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, yeah, for sure. You, you don't <laughs> trade him away for tough and tightly. It's just nuts. Indeed, and I guess speaking of uh, contracts and uh, elite quarterbacks, we're still waiting the news on Patrick Mahomes' contract, uh, as well as Chris Jones' contract. We were chatting earlier that the kind of the two, I guess, outstanding issues that the Chiefs have got for their uh, for their roster at the moment. Uh, do either of them concern you? It turns out, or the, the reports are that the Chiefs and Chris Jones aren't even in discussions at the moment. That that concerns me. The the Chris Jones one concerns me in that they've had so much time to do this and they still don't appear to be particularly close and don't appear to be talking. I know, I know deadlines kind of make for good kind of getting your head in gear for doing these kind of things, but 
if they're not that close at the moment and they don't appear to be getting any closer I would I would be concerned that they're not looking to sign him long term um, which I, I would love to see but um, I would certainly be more concerned with Mahomes I have no concern whatsoever they'll throw a shitload of money at him and everyone will be happy um, Mahomes isn't going to play for any other team than the Chiefs I don't think in his career um, because you'd be nuts to let him walk basically um, so yeah Chris Jones yes it worries me Patrick Mahomes not in the slightest yeah I can't help but agree I mean when you've got an organisation that's that's well run and we have coaches and manage, management that's just so on board with the whole idea of, of team success like like we've just talked about it's hard to see Patrick Mahomes in a different uniform because um, there's no or at, at least at the moment it doesn't look like anyone's planning on setting the setting the uh, roster on fire and completely restarting so um, yeah I think we'll have Patrick Holmes around for a long time with Chris Jones, Chris Jones on the other hand is just I'm, I'm unsure as well it's, it seems weird especially with the whole pandemic going on you think that there'd be more time to sit down and talk contract um, even if it is over Zoom but um, yeah it's strange that they haven't they haven't even engaged in conversations about that for a while yeah. I tell you what why don't we why don't we play a game uh, Throw out a number for Patrick Mahomes' contract, and we'll see who gets closest. Forty million a season, five years, two hundred million, hundred and thirty, hundred and forty guaranteed. Going higher, lower. I, like I would be surprised if it was higher. I, I, I would, I would say forty-two, forty-three, maybe, um, maybe even pushing forty-four. Um, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I've said this multiple times as well. I think I'm at the stage now where I I wouldn't be annoyed by any by any figure. Um, I I just yeah I just think he's that good. No, it'd be, it'd be interesting. I, I think I'm the same in my head. I can't think of a number that you think. No, that's that's too much. You know that you you want the number that ties him here for the best years of his career. Um, I think as long as he's on as long as long as he's taking snaps as your starting quarterback you've got a chance of winning regardless of who's around yeah. um, I don't think there's a number that uh, that makes me queasy about the Patrick Mahomes contract the, the only thing would be is how at what stage does it become to be detrimental to the rest of your team building ability um, you know the, the more money you give to Mahomes the better you have to draft because you're going to need your first, second, third round picks have got to be immediate contributors because you're not going to be able to afford to keep your veterans on um, kind of on big contracts as well. So I, I, I would say anything north of 50 million a year, you're kind of about 20% of the cap there and that's a lot to be going to one player but at the same time, if they said Mahomes is getting fifty million a year, I'd be like, fantastic, happy for him. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he yeah, like Neil said, I think he earned, he deserves the money for what he's already done in the league. It's it's incredible, it's, it's unprecedented what he's what he's done. But yeah, it does get to a point where you need to start. And I, I think we have drafted well in the past couple of years, and I think if we can continue and have repeat success with the years to come, and we keep young, cheap talent on the roster, then I, I think it shouldn't be a problem. It's when we start, if we miss two years of drafts, 
um, in in a row, and and we just have a, a bunch of busts on the roster that that aren't going to be able to stay around or contribute on a team. Is that's when you start having problems. Yeah, yeah. Because we, I mean, I guess we've we spoke a couple of oh goodness, how long ago that we were all really happy with the the draft and uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, uh, you know, taking him in the first round, but. I guess what you're doing there is meaning that in whatever it is, three, four, five years' time, you need to do that again because he's not staying. Yeah. We're not, you know, we can't pay him the money that running backs are currently demanding in the market. But running backs aren't getting a lot of money in the market because unless you get to kind, once you get to kind of 26, 27 years old, as a running back, you're past it. Um, unless you're Christian McCaffrey, in which case. You get a, a big another contract, yeah. But you you running backs are too easy to find for the most part, unless they're a really special talent like Edward Solaire appears to be. Um, you're not going to pay your running back huge money. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there were there were many others on the on the Panthers roster that that, uh, that had big money, so it wasn't no. it wasn't like the money was going elsewhere. So I'm no. I'm, I'm I'm not surprised they signed McCaffrey. Um, because he is that good of a player, and he he catches out the back foot like a receiver, so it, it it's it's not just a ground game you can like gain an advantage from him with. So, and that like I said, that's that's what they've been talking about with Edward Solaire as well. That's his upside as he does have that um, out of the backfield uh, catching ability as well. So, how quickly do we think before Edward Solaire is going to be the starter? Week one, week five. I think they'll sit for a couple of weeks with um, with what we've got. It's just more known, and with the limited ability to have rookie training camps and and the limited practices, and even possibly with the with the limited preseason, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't start him straight away because they just have that familiarity uh, and see how that gets on. Um, but I think we'll see him week one. I don't think he'll he'll stay on the bench. He'll definitely come out and and we'll uh, yeah throw him a couple of balls and give him a couple of snaps. But uh, I don't think it'll be the start straight away. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he is the feature back in week one, just for just for the curveball nature. You know, just just Andy Reid being Andy Reid, doing something unpredictable. It wouldn't surprise me if we see him get a lot of the ball in the first week. I think it will take one play. I think if if he has one play that's just highlight reel, wow, this guy's incredible. I, I think that they'll they'll click their fingers and 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 he'll become the starter. Um, whether that happens in, in, in week one or or later down the line. But I think there will be that one moment where everyone goes, OK, this kid needs to be the starting role. Because he, like he, he Kareem was... Hunt against the Patriots. Yeah, year. exactly, yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, I, I remember uh, all analysts were banging on about before that game was the fact that he never fumbled in, uh, in, in college. <laughs> and the first snap of the game, he fumbles it and then goes off for that incredible game. Yeah, if he has one of those Kareem Hunt-like performances in week one, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just say, right, that, that, that's it. He, he, he's one of, he, even though he wasn't the starter, let's put him in next week. Indeed, mm. exciting times ahead. Um, speaking of exciting, uh, we've pretty much exhausted all the Chiefs news uh, at the moment, so I have been teasing a pub quiz in our WhatsApp group for long enough now, and... Uh, you lucky so-and-sos, this is the week that we're going to do it. Um, hopefully it's just a bit of fun. Uh, hopefully folk listening along at home can join in and enjoy it as well. And if it works, then good. We'll 
think about doing it again. If it's a bust, then we'll forget it ever happened. Uh, <laughs> You'll try and forget it ever happened. I'll try and forget it ever happened. It'll only be recorded and posted to the internet for everyone to listen to ad for item. Um, what's the worst that can go wrong, right? I mean, yeah. we're into, like I said, we're into like week 12 of lockdown. Um, it's not like everyone's not sick of family, quizzes or whatever else folk are doing. Uh, I'm speaking like I've invented pub quizzes here. Um, <laughs> Uh, if anyone uh, doesn't know who invented pub quizzes, it was me. Uh, <laughs> don't bother googling it. Uh, I've done enough googling on Wikipedia in this afternoon uh, to last a lifetime. Um, speaking of which, if anyone has any problems with any of the answers, take it up with Wikipedia, because <laughs> yeah, this is that's where most of them come from. So we're going to trust it to, uh, or we're going to. I'm trusting you guys not to be cheating. Uh, okay. No googling, no phoning friends or asking audiences, um, none of that nonsense. Uh, don't shout the answers out too much, uh, I guess. Try and show your workings like any good uh, schoolboy does. Extra points for that. Um, uh, and we'll see how it goes. Are you ready? Probably. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Right. So I've split the um, I've split the, the quiz into three sections. Uh, like any sound uh, team that wins a toss, we're deferring. Uh, so the defense is out first. So five questions on the Kansas City Chiefs defense, uh, past, present, uh, and yeah, past and present. Uh, so question one: Who is the only Chiefs player? to win the Pro Football Writers Defensive Player of the Year Award. This is probably the hardest question that there's here. So, uh, we've probably not seen him play live. Sorry, let's my audio just died there. Question again? Yes, yeah, great. Start. Right. Who's the only Chiefs player to who's won the Pro Football Writers Defensive Player of the Year award? Um, like I say, this is a this is this is delving into the uh, history books. So don't worry if we don't get this one too much. Yeah, I think this might be a bit of a stab in the dark for me. Uh, I can have a fairly educated guess. Same initials as a player who was on the roster last year I'm not sure if he's still there there there's one obvious answer that screams out to me cool yeah yeah me too but I just, yeah like I said it's question sad. 2 in 2010 versus denver which chiefs legend scored two intercepted passes for a touchdown or intercepted two passes for two touchdowns which year was that sorry 2010 oof We were still bad then. Um, this man has one of my, in simultaneously one of my favourite and least favourite Chiefs moments of all time. Okay, yeah, that gives me a good answer there then. Yeah, okay, I have an answer, I have an cool. answer for that. Then. Lovely. Owen? Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't right. think I do. No, no, you'll get this though, I keep thinking about that one. Uh, right, number three. Derek Thomas is the all-time chief sack leader. Who's second? Um, 
Yeah, okay, yeah, I think I have that one. Again, someone... Relatively yeah. recent? Someone we've probably seen play, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, yeah, I think I have the idea of that one. Right. Multiple choice for number four. How many Pro Bowls did Eric Berry make? Was it A, four, B, five, or C, six? Okay. And the last question on the defence is what year and what round did the Chiefs draft the aforementioned Chris Jones? Um, another round straight away. Um, yeah, okay, I think I have a year. Yeah, me too. I think I've got both. Right. Will we do answers now? We'll do answers as we go through, right? Yep, okay. Sure. So, yeah. answers to the defence section. Uh, the only Chiefs player to win the uh, Defensive Player of the Year award? Derek Thomas. No, well, way before, mate. I've, I've, this is a hard question. See, I, I said Derek Thomas again uh, as well, but there was another name that I had, but I, I didn't put him down. I put DT down. Yeah. No, it's uh, Bobby Bell. Yeah, that's who I had. I wrote down Bobby Bell, then crossed him out and put DT. <laughs> It's only 1969. Like I say, that's the hardest question I've got, so don't worry. I think it's the hardest question I've got. Right. Uh, 2010, which Chiefs legend intercepted two passes for touchdowns? I'm going to go Derek Johnson. Owen? I, I didn't put anything, so I couldn't get this one. Yeah, no, Derek Johnson, it is. Number three, Derek Thomas is the sack leader, who is second on that list. Owen, who have you got? Tamba Holly, is it? That's it, who I've got. It is Tamba Holly. Number four, how many Pro Bowls did Eric Berry make? Four, five, or six? I said five. I've it gone is, four. It's five. And Chris Jones, what year and what round did we draft him? Go on, Owen. <laughs> um, I said second, 2016. I have the same. That is two ticks. Well done. Told you not too painful so far. Yeah, We're doing all right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Right. I thought I'd do that now. I thought, yeah. yeah. Right, so, second half, offences on the field. Uh, five more questions. Right. Who was the receiver for Patrick Mahomes' first career touchdown? Was it Oof. A? Oh, that's a good question. Was it A, Demetrius Harris? B, Travis Kelsey? C. Tyreek Hill. And I'll give a bonus point if you can tell me who it was against. Right, don't panic everyone, but I've just dropped my pen. Uh, <laughs> here we go, I've got it back. Right, get that one? I think yeah. I know who it was against. Oh yeah, actually I know. I know yeah, it, yeah. I, th I think I, yeah, I, think right. I know who it was against. Cool. Number two, what jersey number did Len Dawson wear? Okay, I know that one. Was it his birthday today or yesterday? Was it? Oh, I don't know. Was it not? Um... It's Joe Montana's birthday. Oh, Joe Montana, yes. Yeah, yeah, I saw the tweet. Um, yeah, I saw the tweet. I've, yeah, I must have got mixed up. <laughs> yeah, uh, right, number three. Jamal Charles has the Chiefs' single-game rushing record. 
which divisional rival was it against? Yeah, okay. And again, we'll get some bonus points if you can go with how many yards he got in that game. Are we okay? Yep. Yeah. Uh, this is my favourite question. Uh, before Patrick Mahomes, who was the last player that the Chiefs drafted in round one to throw a touchdown pass? So it's not Alex Smith. It's the last player that the Chiefs drafted in the first round to throw a touchdown pass. I'm going to go with a wildcard answer for that. I have a sneaky suspicion on that one. Right, and number five for this one is who has the record for who has the Chiefs record for the most career rushing touchdowns? Yeah, confident. And, no. and again, I'm going to throw out a bonus point for how many. I'll have a rough guess at that. I don't think I can guess how many. I think I've got the name. Right. Let's go through the answers for this one. Uh, the receiver for Mahomes' first career touchdown? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I thought I got as well. Right. Am I right in thinking it was against the Chargers? It was it that slant, wasn't it, where yeah. he did the sidearm thing, yeah. Yeah, split yeah. the two defenders and took it the distance, yeah. Yeah. Against the Chargers, bonus points, excellent. Uh, what was Len Johnson's jersey number? 16. 16, yeah. 16, two point each. Uh, Jamal Charles, the single game rushing record. Against Who Denver. Against? against Denver. Ah, oh, see, I put Raiders. I thought it was that big, that big game he had in 2013, was it? I thought it was that one. No, because he had a lot of receiving yards in that one. Yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah. His rushing yardage was something like 258 or something like that. Oh, Neil. Uh, two five nine. Oh, oh, oh mate, that's a definite bonus point. It's like if we're on a uh, Popmaster, which is going to be a great reference for any American listeners. Popmaster, <laughs> you get your one, you, you get your one yard out uh, T-shirt for that. Yep. Um, right, my favourite question: Before Mahomes, who was the last player that the Chiefs drafted in the first round to throw a touchdown pass? Um, we'll go to Owen first, and then we'll get Neil's answer. I was stumped on this one until Neil said that he was he was thinking outside the box. Um, so I took a bit of a stab in the dark as well and said Dontari Poe. Yes, yes, me the too. Bloated T-bones <laughs> for so many reasons. That's my favourite. Uh, that's, that's a really fun that's, one, my favorite, that's my favourite. Yeah, that's my favourite. That's an awesome touchdown as well. It's just it's yeah, just yeah, wonderful. Brilliant. He's out of contract too. He could, I think, isn't he? He's not kicking about as a free agent. I'll take him uh, back. I don't Did know. Did he go to the Falcons? Did he? Ah. Oh, he was well, at after, the Falcons. I think us, he's yeah, gone from might, the Falcons. I'm out of contract now. Yeah, good bit of, Again, a good, uh, good wild card. Yeah, I good um, trivia. Here's my my prediction that I am banking Colin Saunders to do the to do take the Don Terry Poe role. He's our, I think he's our joker in the pack now. The hungry pig. Yeah, I really like the. I really like him. He's just got a, a good bit of swagger about him. Um, I hope he sticks about uh, for a while. Or to backflip into the end zone, that'd be fun to watch. Oh, yes. can you imagine? That'd be amazing. If he did the, um, oh, was it Reggie Ragland this season? Picked the ball up in the end zone. Who was that against? Was that against Denver? 
in the first game, uh, like the, the first game against them, picked the ball up in the end zone when and everybody stopped and he just oh, kind of yeah. saw. No, that was um, it was a corner, I think. I think it was was it Bashord who who what who took it the distance all the way yeah, down. Yeah, he just he just because he stood there and nobody really knew what to do. Yeah, he just kind of was, saw that was the against the Lions. Lions, there we go. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I'd just be awesome if you just got that ball lying about in the corner of the pitch, yeah, pick it up, yeah. saunter the distance. Yeah, you need the oxygen after that, mind you. But um, anyway, uh, number five, uh, the record for the most career Russian touchdowns as a chief. I'm going to go Priest Holmes. Yeah, same as me. Priest Holmes, indeed. Uh, do you want to take a stab at how many? I didn't guess. I didn't get how many. Uh, have a go. Have a go. Oh God. Um, what even is? I, too bad. I wouldn't even be able to tell you how much, like, how many, like, a ballpark. I, I, I just knew that he, 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 he would have, he would have been a leader, but I would not be able to tell you at all. I'm gonna go fifty-five. Seventy-six. He has um, the single season record as well, twenty-seven. Oof. In two thousand and three. I remember watching him. Oh, Chiefs played the Falcons when Michael Vick was really good, and um, we had it must have been around two thousand three actually. It would have been around that time, and uh, our offense was just ridiculous. Trent Green and that really good offensive line, and Priest Holmes, and we beat them like fifty odd points to seven, uh, and it was supposed to be a pretty even game going in, but Priest Holmes just ran them ragged. I must Google that one actually. After the game, obviously. Right, I think it's pretty even on the scores. I'll not talk them up. Uh, but over time, so we've got a last minute kick to win. Special teams units out in the pitch. Uh, oh. These are just a bunch of wildcard questions, really. Uh, still about the Chiefs. I was tempted to put something else in. Uh, but still about the Chiefs, so don't worry. Uh, before Andy Reid... Who was the last coach to take the Chiefs into the playoffs? Yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh, yep. here's my second favourite question, uh, which is mostly because I don't have to answer it. Spell Tano Capasignon. Brain cells clicking. Yeah, it's a keyboard. Pick that in because you're unlikely to get that in, I would imagine, autocorrect. Uh, no. <laughs> right, number three. Uh, how many games did Dustin Colquitt play as a chief? Um. Okay. Can I use a calculator? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that's just my mental maths. Uh, uh, number four. What is the capacity of Arrowhead? Um. Okay. Uh, and the last one, uh, which, um, if you read. Uh, my uh, uh, Miami Roundup or 
followed us on the social media stuff we were doing when we were out there, you should know the answer to this. So what was the prophetic address that we stayed at in Miami? Uh, you don't need the street, uh, the street name. Uh, so the street number is what we're looking for. Jeez, that is a wildcard question. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I, I could have an idea. Oh, just if you think think about the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about the game. Yeah. Think about. I've, I've uh, put down what I think it might be. Right. Cool. Let's go back to the answers. The uh, street number, sorry, was it? The street number, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Before Andy Reid, who took the Chiefs into the playoffs? I'm going to go with Dick Vermeil. I don't. I didn't get this. That's Todd Haley. Um. I'll spell Tan Passion and you guys can just uh, put a pound in the honesty box in this one and see if you got it right. Uh, it's T A N O H. I'm alright so far. Yeah, me too. Good stuff. K P A S A G N O N. Oh! I got that. No, I didn't. I had an H on the end instead of an N. Have you got a, have you got a Capacion shirt as well? Jersey, Neil? No, I've got. Duvernay, Tardif, and Reggie Regland. I thought someone had a key pass jumper on Jersey on, so they, they meet up. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, uh, maybe I'm just making it up. Uh, Dustin Colquitt, how many games did he play? I'll give I'm, you, I'll give you ten or so either way. I said two sixteen. I had two seventy. Two seventy. Two three eight. Crimson Riddle. I'll give one the points closest. Uh, yeah, two, three, eight. It's not a. Uh, he didn't start them all. I don't think as a. Uh, he's he's not the chief that started the most games. He's the chief that played the most games. I think. Uh, Arrowhead. How many seats are in Arrowhead? It was seventy-five thousand. I put eighty. But again, that's a step in the dark. I'm, I'm it it used to be eighty, but they reduced the capacity for some reason. Yeah. As I say, uh, any quibbles go to Wikipedia. Uh, Seventy-eight thousand one hundred. Owen's point as well for being closer. Uh, and last question: What was the address we stayed at in Miami? Thirty-one. Uh huh. Yeah, that's my foot door. Thirty-one twenty Collins Avenue. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah. Thirty-one twenty. Half a point. That was. Um, I didn't realise because we obviously the guys went to the game, and the rest of us went down to the the bar. Well, we we kind of landed up in a. Um, I'm not sure if I've told this. So we, we we there was I looked up before we went um, the best places for Chiefs fans to go to watch, and there was this this bar was like oh it's going to be great, full of Chiefs fans, the owners of Chiefs fans, you know that sort of stuff. So when we got there, it was a sort of place you'd go on a first date. It was like. Um, Looked over over the water, uh, all very genteel. It was very, it was a really nice place. The sun was shining. It was great. Then he said that you know we had to leave before kickoff because whatever tables, all the tables that had a view of the um, of the TVs were booked. As that's great, so we could stay up until kickoff and then we have to leave. So I put a, a mild panic in our uh, in our plans. So we. 
hot footed down to like the beach bars uh, where there was one that was set up, it was all Chiefs fans. Um, so we kind of lucked out on that. Uh, I think there was one or two Niners maybe infiltrated, but it was all Chiefs fans. It was, um, it was pretty special. But it wasn't until we were uh, jumping in an Uber back up to the hostel that I clocked the, um, the address. Uh, it was kind of written in the star somewhere. It was spooky. It was, yeah, it was weird. Right, let me talk some scores here. Uh, I'm just looking on Wikipedia here. Arrowhead Stadium's capacity is 76,416. Oh, Stewart's just, inquiry. Just, say, just saying. Hang on, Stewart's inquiry. Uh, all right, let me get back. Uh, we have a flag on the plate. Yeah, we do. It, it changed from 79,451 in 2009 to 76,416 in 2010. Oh, see, I was going to base off the 2009 numbers. Hang on a minute, let me just... Uh-huh. So, I'm going to screenshot to our chat what I just saw. Just, uh, <laughs> I'll give everybody points for that one. Stewards are quite that's nice, though. Um, we got through, what's that, like 14 questions before there was a quibble. I, I think that's a minor win for me. Um, <laughs> Right, uh, let's talk some scores, see who's won, and we'll let everybody get back to the night. Uh, oh, in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight I think it's twelve and a half, nine and a half to Neil. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fine effort, guys. Well done. It was good. Yeah, I'm surprised I wanted to. Actually, yeah. To be fair. Well done. Um, that's it for me. Does anyone have any uh, AOB? Yeah, if anyone played along with that, can you put your scores in the comments after yeah, the uh, the link to the podcast? I'd be curious to see how other people did. Yeah, absolutely. Let's know you got on. Uh, what you think of that, uh, and what you think of us in general. Do the um, <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Five stars is nice. Three might be honest. Just, <laughs> just, just round up to five. Why not? Um, but apart from that, uh, thank you very much. Thank you, Owen. No worries. Thank you, Van. Thank you, Neil. Yeah, thank you very much. And so, from one king to another, uh, stay safe, everyone. Thank you very much. <laughs>